what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. This podcast is sponsored by the 2019 Foot Candle Film Festival. This year's festival will be held September 27th through the 29th in Hickory, North Carolina. Learn more by visiting footcandlefilmfestival.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special July 4th edition of Big Fan, your number one flag-waving, apple pie-eating, firework-watching, cold beer-drinking, hamburger and hot dog grilling, national anthem-singing, podcasting, all of the 50, red, white, and blue, thank God almighty states and the good old United States of America. I'm Chad Eason. I'm a big fan of James Brown wearing American flag as a cape, banana milkshakes, and one-hour countdowns to I leave for the beach, Hank. Ah, that was a lot of power in that first statement. Yeah, yeah. I'm Hank Eimer, and I'm a big fan of watching all of Catawba and Caldwell County try to kill each other on the lake on the 4th. Watching families hunker down in our city parks 12 hours before their barbecue <laughs> to ensure that they get a gazebo. <laughs> And Crawdad's Fourth of July firework bonanzas. Pandemonium. Man, you that's ever a- seen them at the park? <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude. They get there at like five thirty AM. Tailgating. Yeah, they do, because they're like, this, the is my, this is my little girl's sixth birthday. We are here. That gazebo is ours. It is ours. It is ours. Because it is first come, first serve. I think so. I learned that the hard way. When uh, Olivia was five or six, we were I think we were going to have the party at Glen Hilton. Yeah. And so we called the city. Can we reserve the that big gazebo? And, and they were like, nah, dude, you got to get there. First come, first serve. Early bird gets the worm. So we camped out a little early. We got there maybe 8 o'clock in the morning. Another family came about 8.15, but we were already there. Sorry. Sorry for your luck. Sorry. Gotcha. 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 Hank, good to see you across good the way here. You. Been a couple weeks. and. You just got back from just probably one of the most remarkable vacations you've ever encountered, I'm sure. An epic vacation. Epic vacation. So we're so excited to hear about it. The uh, big fan of world out there, has they? I got a couple texts last week. Hank, make it back all right. Can't wait to hear his adventure. So, Hank, the stage is yours. Oh. Yes. That's, have you never heard me say that before? I've have never you? heard the that. The stage is yours. You are, you are never willing to give up the stage, <laughs> exactly. nor the microphone. But you know what? I am for this special occasion. Okay. All right, Hank. Take right. it away. So uh, the trip was great. I'll tell you, it was uh, a once-in-a-lifetime kind of trip. You know, everything – you know, I went out there, and I told you, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. You know, our, the other family kind of picked, filled out the itinerary. I just – you know, I booked our stuff, and we were gone. But um, it was a – trip not a vacation let me put it that way there was a lot of we slept in two days to eight fifteen. Oh, slept in to eight fifteen. Uh, so 8:15. what does that what time were you getting up normally then uh there were two days we got up before six wow most of the time we were eating breakfast by seven in the car at seven thirty. yeah okay so you know just to give a quick overview we flew into phoenix 
We drove to Sedona, got rental cars, drove to Sedona, went for Sedona for a day or two day, two nights, Grand Canyon for one night, mm-hmm. then Page, Arizona for two nights, Zion for one night National Park, Moab for mm-hmm. two nights, and then mm-hmm. Salt Lake City. So we wow. drove like 1,700 miles in nine days. Did you have an RV? No. What are you in? I, I got a luxurious Volkswagen Atlas. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So it was it was great. It was yeah. a great rental car. Um, but All of y'all are in there. Just no, your family. Lord, and then just my Charlie family. Had his. Just my okay. family and my surrogate son. Yes. The the other son. He did not spend one <laughs> minute in the other car. <laughs> not one minute. Not one minute. Are you serious? Oh, yeah, yeah, They yeah. probably, I can imagine, too, they had all these plans of what they would listen to in the car, the conversations they would have in the car, and he was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm going in the other car, Mom I'm and Dad. I'm in here 100% of the time. 100%, 100% of the time he's in my car. So, so it was great. I loved having him. So, you know, it's the landscape out there is like, like a Star Wars set. Yeah. It's like alien, kind of, you know, different. And so, you know, going from Phoenix to Sedona was just awesome. So in Sedona, I, I won't like, you know, like bog down too much. But in Sedona, we were at this, we stayed at this place that was great, pool, awesome, um, and we did this Jeep tour called the Pink Jeep Tour. Mm-hmm. It's really well known out in that area, and uh, the the origin behind it was a guy was a real estate salesman, and he would take people around in his old this old Jeep. Mm-hmm. Well, people weren't buying property, but they really liked the tour, and so more and more people wanted this tour. So he was like. Forget this. I'm just going to do this tour, these tours. And so his wife said, let's do a pink Jeep, something to remember. And so it was an incredible tour. And you go all in these back, this back part of Sedona, um, which people can take motorcycles on and RV, ATVs and stuff. Um, so, but we, they took us back to this one crazy spot, and it was where the white line is. And I don't know if you know what the white line is. I do not. Just Google it or look on uh, YouTube. It's this shelf in Sedona that mountain bikers – try to go across and it's you know it's inches wide yeah and you know if you fall this way to your left you're falling a long way really and so like mountain bikers are saying okay this is like a a, a gut check sure right so we got to see that which is pretty cool um grand canyon you know people are like ah it's a big hole it's an impressive big hole man did it Take your breath. Like when you first walk, do you walk upon it? Is that how you get there? Yeah. So let's walk, walk us through this. So when you go in the gate, the the rangers do a really good job of saying, have you seen the Grand Canyon before? No. Well, don't go into the canyon. You know, don't go straight. Take a right. And there's a view right here. That's incredible. Yeah. So they they want you to be that. They they say, we don't want to waste your first. Right. 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 So what we did is we parked the car and we went to this. It was we were maybe in the canyon two minutes. Yeah. Okay. And so we get out of the car and we walk, and it's breathtaking. Yes. I mean, it really is, and it's disorienting because you know at some points you're a mile up. Mm-hmm. Now you know the swinging bridge is a mile, but it's a mile above sea level, right? You're right. not looking a mile to the ground. Gotcha. Right. Yes. Yes. And so it, it is. Amazing, mm-hmm. you know it's amazing, and it just goes to show what wind and water and you know all that stuff can do. The other thing that's crazy is how old, you know, you're talking about hundreds of millions of years yeah. that it's taken to do this. Um, and so, you know, we went on a bike tour that talked about like geology, not like 
got really deep into it, but you know, kind of talked to like didn't nerd out fully, but just enough nerdy stuff that you want, you right? Know, the stuff that you want, stuff yeah. you wanted. So we, yeah. you know, we were able to get that. So pretty amazing. I will tell you though, you got to get in early. Mm-hmm. The crowds, oh, buses of people like flying in behind you, right? Right. And it's from every nationality, right? So, you know, I mean, there's, you know, uh, there's a bus full of people from Norway that pop up and then from Japan and, you know, it it is, and it is literally chaos when they get out because, you know, you have a hundred more people at this viewing spot. Yes. You know, the other thing you got to think about is over the last like 18 months, three people have died. At the Grand Canyon? Yeah, well, it, uh, national parks out there. Yeah. And uh, three people that were taking selfies. Wow. You know? Did you see some of the spots where someone could crawl out? Oh. It's, it's all over the place, we I saw people. We saw people out on rocks that I was like, this is <sighs> ridiculous. That know, would make me so nervous, man. Oh, it was stupid. And you'd had, you know, you had parents bringing their kids out to suspect situations. And, it, I mean, it was awful. But, um, you know, most of the people that die there die of dehydration or heat stroke or something. You know, that's not the, the they don't fall in by the droves, right? Right. right. Um, but, you know, Grand Canyon was great. Page was probably my favorite area that you did the Colorado boat, uh, a float. Oh, yeah. And then we did Antelope Canyon, which was really cool. Uh, Lake Powell. Now, let me tell you about this place called Lake Powell. We had quite the situation that mm. happened at Lake Powell. <laughs> so somebody said, you've got to go to this lake. Okay. It's damned damn lake and and so uh kind of like lake hickory kind of like lake hickory <laughs> but it was so you know it's it's like rock form so it's a beach around these huge rock formations yes um so we pull up and they say lone rock beach is where you need to go so we've you got some time to kill it was like two thirty when we get in so let's go to lone rock beach so we all jump in the atlas all of us and we head down to lone rock beach well there's people pulling out on the beach RVs out on the beach. So yeah. people are like hunkering down. So we're like, RVs are out there. Let's take, let's take the Atlas, Atlas out there. Yeah, sure. So we start pulling in there and I'm, I'm like, Charlie, I don't want to get stuck, brother. I don't want, you know, I don't want to get stuck out here. So we're pulling and pulling. He's like, let's, you know, go this way. There's a little gravel here. Go this way, a little gravel here. And we're making our way down, you know, following up some other stuff. Well, we go right in the middle of some deep sand, man. <laughs> oh, right? No. Oh, right. We're kicking sand up. <laughs> All of a sudden, our wives turn into like NASCAR drivers and start telling us everything we need to do. And I'm like, get out of the car, please. Just please get out of the car. So they get out of the car and they start walking towards the beach, you know. And every local there is like, look at these guys. Look at these morons. Look at these morons. They drove into the deep sand. So Charlie and I start talking about what we're going to do. So what's Charlie doing? This is great. Charlie takes the mat from the passenger's side and shoves it under the front wheel. Maybe we can get some traction. Woo! That thing spits <laughs> out the back, and it's got a huge tire track. So we have to turn it back into budget with a huge tire mark down it. And That'll cost you $350. What does it do for our position in the sand? Zero. Absolutely zero. So then we realize traction control's on. So we get in there, turn off the traction control. I hammer it. We're going like inch by inch. This make it out. Oh wow! Thank Thank God, God, right? So we get up there, and we pull up to where the people uh, to where the girls are and the kids are at the beach, and it's like a NASCAR scene, like the infield of NASCAR scene. You've got RVs with speakers, like concert speakers, yeah, just blaring everything, right? 
people everywhere, dogs, ATV. It looked kind of like Mad Max and NASCAR together. Wow. You'd have like uh, dirt bikes going down the beach. Good visual there. I yeah. got that. Yes. You got that? Yes. And it was it was a sight. You could tell people were hunkering down. And you also could tell when it got dark, it probably got on. Yeah, you know it's on. Probably bonfires everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's on. It, yeah. it got on. So we went down there and we got to about... We got about two hours in until one of the locals or the the gentleman that were residing there, we'd asked him a couple of questions and he's, you know, I'd seen him pound about seven since I'd been there, right? He rolls up to me. He's like, y'all want to jump in the boat? <laughs> you know what? We're getting ready to go leave, sir. <laughs> Sorry, I, dinner reservations, friend. <laughs> I really appreciate that. So no, we're not going to go on that one, right? Um, so we, uh, <laughs> we end up packing up and leaving, uh, but you know, it, it was a sight to see. If you're ever out there, Lake Powell, Lake Powell. you want to go, it's like Havasu. Yes, you know, Lake like Havasu. Lake Havasu. It's kind of like that. I thought you might say it was like a nude beach when you walked up there. That would only top it off, right? Top it off. But you know, the people that go to nude beaches usually aren't the people that should be a nude That's beaches. very true. Good point. So, you know, that's not necessarily the case. I will tell you about our boat float, though. One of the funny things that happened is uh, our guide told us the best place to eat after that is the, it's the damn bar and grill, like the dam's mm-hmm. bar and grill. All the kids got a big laugh out of that. Sure. Well, we're driving down the road after our float, and I was like, I wonder where this thing is. And one of the kids in the back says, I bet it's in that damn plaza. <laughs> sure enough, <laughs> damn plaza. You're kidding me. No, no, wow. sure enough. Ask them what they want. Guess what they got? Damn cheeseburger. Sure. Right? Yeah, damn when Coke. When we were walking out, one of them said that was the best damn cheeseburger <laughs> they've ever had. So, uh, you know, that was one of the highlights of nice. the whole thing, too. Nice, witty children that yeah. you were with. That Very was, nice. Uh, it, was, it was fun. But after that, we went to Zion, which Zion's probably the most spectacular. Talk to me about Zion now. So it's, you know, I mean, it's the rocks that have been pushed up for millions and millions and hundreds of millions of years. Yeah. And they have just got some of, some of these trails that they have are everywhere from, um, uh, it's called like Angels Crossing or Angels. I can't remember what it is, but um, you, Angels you, Wings. You get down to a path that's about four feet in sheer on either side, mm-hmm. and so you know it's you're, you're you have a chance of falling, falling sure. on this one. And then they have something that's cool, which we didn't get to do because it was closed because of the the water level called the Narrows. It's about waist deep water. Yeah, and you just go into this canyon in waist deep water, Holy and you cow. just walk the entire time. So I mean, but there's only one really road up, so you have to park your car and then take this tram up, and then you stop at all these spots, and yeah. uh, really cool, really cool environment. And then Moab, which you know is the mountain biking capital of the world, just about. And uh, we took a guided mountain biking tour with our boys, which was great. Any spills? Uh, boys had little ones. You know, they, he didn't take us on anything too crazy. Yeah. But we did, before we said, you know, before we started off, we were like, any wildlife? Like a scorpion? Maybe a <laughs> rattlesnake? And the guy was like, yeah, I've been doing this for three years. I haven't seen either one. I, hundreds of lizards, but, you know, yeah. whatever. Sure enough. You're kidding. See a rattlesnake on the trail. Wow. The two boys got to see it. We didn't because they were in front of us. And so the guide stopped and showed them. And then we pulled up and uh, got to see a rattlesnake, which was pretty sweet. very, very cool. Yeah. Uh, Outside of that, we drove up to Salt Lake City. And we we went into Provo, which is BYU BYU. territory. And uh, we went to this water park thing. It was was really cool. It reminded me of the center when we were younger because it was all age groups. It was water Mm -hmm. slides. It It was a lot of fun. But it was very clean. Yeah. 
and it was very new, unlike what the center was when we were there. Sure. But um, it was Provo is an interesting town. You know, I mean, it's just the BYU is like right in the center of it. Um, we spent a couple hours there, and then we st- headed on our way to Salt Lake City to fly on home. We took the red high. <sighs> Okay. Right. And I got to tell you a story about what happened when we got on the red eye. So, you know, we're fighting because we've been getting up early. We've been driving long. We've been, you know, going to bed kind of late. We've had a lot of activity. So you're tired. We're out. We're out. So we get in the airport and we're there about 11. We're supposed to fly out. I mean, we get through security and everything. It's it's about 1045. We're supposed to fly out. I board at 1145. So Harris throws on a sweatshirt, Mm -hmm. get a little comfortable. And you know what heat does to you when you're tired and everything. So it just makes him more and more sleepy. Yes. We get postponed to 12 midnight. Then we get postponed to 1220 that we don't board. Yeah. He's fighting <laughs> to stay alive. Just fighting. Yes. Right? Give me on that plane. Right? We get on. We st- kind of wake him up. I, I mean, he didn't really. It was like dozing off. I was like, let's get in the plane, buddy. We're, we're boarding. So we board. We get, on, we get on there. Right before we step on the plane, Harris looks at me. He goes, I don't have a good feeling about this. And I was like, what? What? He didn't have a good feeling about flying. Ooh, wow. I was like, man, this is like something I did not want to hear. Yes. Right? So we go sit down in our seats. And he like kind of calms down, right? Lights go off. It's a midnight flight. Sure. Right? He's like, what's this? <laughs> I was like, it's, they turn the lights off so people can sleep. Yes. Right? <laughs> then they come back on, turn back off. He looks at me. He goes, I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to sleep. Okay, good. He couldn't handle it. I thought he meant, you meant he was going to try to get off the no, plane. He, I can tell you right now, he wasn't getting on that plane. But yeah. I slept for about, I'd say, 45 minutes. Yeah. He slept the entire way. Reagan slept for about two hours. I felt like a bag of yes. doo-doo yes. when I got back. So when did you get actually in, back into Charlotte or wherever you flew So into? we flew out at 1230 out yeah. of Salt Lake City and got into Charlotte at 6 a.m. Wow. Mm. What day was that? A Sunday? I got back Friday morning. Friday. So at least you had the weekend yes. to try to kind of get back to normal. Yes. Yeah. But it was, Yeah. but like I said, it was a trip of a lifetime. Yeah, it was incredible. Sounds great. If you're a good dad, you'll take him on the same trip. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. So at nighttime, when, you know, when you told me y'all were staying at hotels, but then you were staying in kind of like a military kind of like. Oh, yeah. When you walk outside of your little spot and you look up to the heavens, whether just star like I just imagine just stars, more stars than space. Yes. Is that what it looks yes, like? It does. Oh it does. So I even bought the app that you can hold up to yep. the sky and it shows you all the constellations sure. and what star, stars are which. And it's amazing when you have, you know, you don't have the light pollution. Right. And we actually had a little bit from Moab, but it is amazing. When you look up there, and I mean, how many stars are above you? More stars than grains of sand on the earth, Hank. Well, thank you. Yes. That was very nice. Thank you. So were you and Charlie in the same little military kind of style bunks? They were beside us, yeah. What's it like in there? So imagine a 10 by 20 tent, okay? The back five feet is a bathroom. Some of them don't have them. Yeah. Like we got the ones with the bathroom. And so they have a toilet and a shower and a sink. And you have to hold a chain down for the, the shower because they want to make it so you don't use a lot of water. Sure. Right. Understood. And so, um, but you sleep with the door open with the mesh pulled down. So okay. there's a, it's a wood floor. Yeah. Like two by four floor with a bed in there. Okay. There's, there's a bed. There's a All bed. Right. Yeah. There's two chairs. There was a wood stove, which mm-hmm. we didn't need a wood stove. Um, and then there was a cot for Harris. They were sleeping in this little teepee, but he said it was too hot, so he wanted to sleep in ours. And um, so we were all 
in this thing. But two nights before we get there, you know, obviously there's no AC. Two nights before we get there, days, it was mid, you know, in the 70s. Right. Nights in the 50s. Yeah. Couldn't have been any better. Perfect. Perfect. Day we get there, 95. Yeah. Night, it's like 68. Yeah. Which is doable, but you don't hit 68 until like 3 a.m. I see. Right. I was a sweaty mess oh, God, getting in bed. You know, you're just yeah. like, come on, dude. Yeah. Come on. Whew. So uh, it was rough sleeping some. But, you know, I, it's, you know, it, Charlie and I were talking about there, out there, you know, we get in the, we got in the water um, when we were at Zion. We were like in the little river. Mm-hmm. 49 degrees. Holy cow. Right, the water was. Yeah. Immediately we start talking about what men were not. <laughs> You know, could you like we don't get we didn't get off the sidewalk most of the time, right? You know, when you're going up these trails, these yes. trails are manicured. They're you know they're sure. nice, and you know you're looking at these rock ledges that you know explorers would say, "How are we going to get through this with our six donkeys yes. and hundreds of pounds, you know pounds of equipment? How are right. we going to get through this? We're no men, right? Far, we're not men, far from men. Yes. No." No, I mean, we're, we're sitting there with our Chacos on in the middle of the water. I don't own Chacos, by the way. Uh, I just use that. Sunglasses with the little, uh, what are they croquis. called? Croquis. Croquis on the yeah. back. Yeah. Talking like ankle deep in water, talking about how cold it this is. This is freezing. It's this is free- brutal out here. It's these, brutal you know, conditions. These guys were in there, you know, they have wool and uh, they had like a, some tanned leather on them. Yes. And it was, you know, it was 30 degrees out. Then they're in this water. Right. Dude, those are real men. men. Those we're, are real men. Those are real men. Yes. I'm not, not a man. Not us. Not us at all, man. Not friend. us. But it was an amazing trip. I've got tons of pictures I will show cool. you. We'll have a slideshow. Can't wait to see you, man. That sounds awesome. Um, well, Hank, thank you for the synopsis of the trip. Let's take a quick break. Thank our sponsors. Hello, this is Chris from the Foot Candle Film Podcast. Are you interested in promoting your business to an online audience? Your ad could be right here. Consider advertising on the Mesh Podcast Network. Head over to TheMesh.TV for details. All right, man. We are back. Thank you to our wonderful sponsors for sponsoring this fantastic podcast. Big fan coming to you on TheMesh.TV. Uh, we are live talking to you on July. What day is this? J- July 3rd. It is 4th of July is tomorrow, Hank. It is. Unbelievable. It so is unbelievable. Um, I'm getting ready to leave for the beach in T-minus... In 45 minutes. Hank. 45 minutes. I am minutes. loading up in 45 minutes. Have you minutes. packed? A little. Right after the podcast, I'm going to run home, throw some things in a bag. Normally on our beach trip, I need three bathing suits, three pair of bathing suits, a pair of flip-flops, T-shirt or two, maybe a pair of underwear. That's it, bruh. Because we are on the beach or at the pool the entire time. So one little Chad bag is all I need. One little Chad bag. A speaker. I do take my speaker. Um... A big cooler, obviously. Take a sleeping bag. Never know. Bring my headphones. Why do you take a sleeping bag? Because this, Don't you have a residence there? We have a house, but this is the deal. So normally it's just Jennifer and I and maybe her mom and dad, or maybe it's Jennifer and I and our kids and Todd and Julie. Where we're have, the whole family gotcha. is coming down for the first leg. And so when we get down there tonight, it's going to be a party. It's going to be a pajama jammy jam when we get there. So we'll probably have to sleep on some blow-up mattresses and such. Right. And then we'll hit... Well, you and Todd have to sleep on those. Well, he, well, Todd never sleeps in a bed. He sleeps on. He's, he he calls big couch. That's what we call it. He gets big couch, and there's a smaller couch. Guess who gets that? I get small couch. Okay, okay. Big couch, small couch. We got a couple uh, blow up mattresses. The girls, although everybody else has a bed, but Todd and I normally stay up so late. We just stay in the den where the couches are. When do, when do people come out knocking on y'all's door? Uh, 
Well, everybody cottons arises and shines pretty early at the beach, so they'll like come out there at like seven thirty. And Todd and I probably just went to bed at six thirty. I was getting you know to say that, that makes it tough for y'all. <laughs> yeah, I, can, I unfortunately I can't share. But you know, he just came into town last weekend. Oh. Have you heard of any of the stories? No. This. I, why did we spend so much time on my trip? I I would have loved to hear about. It. Well, I'll wrap it up in three minutes because I'm ready. I really am ready to get in the car and head to the beach, but. We, I took him to a crawdads game. He's a big baseball guy. He played baseball in college just like you did. We go to the crawdads game with our daughters. A bench-clearing brawl. Awesome. Did you hear about this? I heard about it there. I didn't know you were at the game. We were at the game sitting right behind home plate. The dude for the crawdads cranks, just smacks a home run and kind of – Pimps it. Yes. Walks – goes very slow to first base with the bat in his hand. Throws the bat in the sure. opposing dugout. Oh, Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Scro- strolls around second and third. The catcher is standing on home plate. He is not going to let this dude get to home plate. So then they start pushing, push, punches thrown, benches clear all, right in the right at home plate. Never seen anything like that. That's the best. That's that's why baseball. I love baseball. Yes, and so to make it even more perfect, Todd has been probably I'd say to. Over 200 minor league games. He's gone everywhere. He, he wants to visit every ballpark. Right. Never seen a uh, bench-clearing brawl. Saw it at Hickory the time he comes. Next guy get hit? Uh, Usually after a brawl, no. We, that's exactly what he said. I want to say. He probably didn't get hit. but I want to say he struck out. Yeah. I want to say he struck out. Usually, you know, if he pimped it and he got in, yeah. next guy for sure yeah. taking it hard. Yeah. Exactly. So um, anyway, that was cool. And then we did our stuff Friday night. That was and Saturday. We played golf all day. Girls hung out at the pool. It, it was a fabulous weekend. But I will say this: this is what this will tell you about the the depths that we went to on the weekend. Todd was supposed to leave probably around eleven in the morning Sunday. Right? He slept till seven p.m. at my house. He did not get out of bed until seven p.m. Hickory time. Oh. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? 7 p.m. So I got up late. That It was not even close to that late, but the girls slept in, too. So let's say I was up 9.45, 10-ish, did the breakfast, all that stuff. Shook Todd a little bit, just made sure he was alive. He's like, yep, I'm good. We go get ice cream. We go take the dog for a walk. Went to the park. Came back. It's 3 o'clock. Hey, man, you all right? Yeah, I'm good. Start watching the golf match. 7 p.m., he gets up. He's like, all right, I think it's time to go. I'm like, oh my yeah, God. brother. That's a heck of that's a that's a long sleep. It's a long sleep. That's hibernation. Yes. That's not a sleep. Yeah, but he needed it after the we, – we did it up that weekend, but so it was a lot of fun. And that might start again tonight. I promise you, though, with the whole family there, we're going to be on our best behavior. I can't do 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning back-to-backs. That's just not going to be in the repertoire for this beach trip. Because I, I like to get on the beach early, 9.30, set up my umbrellas, get my book, start reading. You know, by 11, we'll go to the pool. Come back 12, eat lunch at the – we stay on the beach in the pool all day from like 9 till 6. You leave your stuff out on the beach? Leave it out there. Because, you know, Oak Island, it's not that busy. Yeah. You know? Well, I hope it's not. Watch this time. There'll be freaking wall-to-wall people everywhere. They're all going to be on the sand. They're not going to be in the ocean. That's true. It might be busy busier now that there's um, – Jaws. Jaws everywhere. You heard about the Bahamas? Yes. Golly, scary. The guy that's – how about the spear fisherman down, the, down in the Bahamas? What happened to that one? Yeah, he's – American, he's down there spear fishing. Next thing you know, he gets chewed on the knee. Jeez. So, what do you think? Should we should we go I in? Think you'd be a little snack. <laughs> you know they were they were showing today this morning. They were showing on the news. They were showing all the 
Like they showed ten visuals of North Carolina coast cities that had sharks swimming near people, mm-hmm. and these were not like baby sharks. These were like six, seven, eight foot sharks. Whoa! Within ten feet of people. Whoa! In the shallows, people were like waist deep. Oh lord! Mm-mm-mm. Hey. I want you back. I know. We'll be careful. We'll be careful. Lucy Rose is convinced that she's not going in, but I know when we get there. You'll get in. They'll get in. You know I mean? You'll get in. I'll get in. Olivia probably will not get in. She'll say, Dad, no. Let's weigh the risk reward because she's an analytical thinker. She'll say it's not worth the risk, but Lucy Rose will jump right in. So anyway, that's where we're leaving. We'll be on the road in 45 minutes, Hank. Should be a blast. So for 4th of July, we normally, Oak Island puts on this great fireworks show, Ballhead Island, they, Southport. They all combine it. It's really cool. So we'll be out in a little golf cart watching it. What will you be doing tomorrow night for the 4th of July we celebration? We always go to the Crawdad game. Okay. So we, uh, With 5 million other people? Yeah, but it's good. You know, um, we've been doing it year and year and year, year after year after year after year. And, you know, a couple years ago, we uh, did the race against LT and Leela as the burgers. You know, <laughs> on the Fourth of on July, the 4th of oh, July. That's it was huge. packed. It was packed. You were a star that yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. So uh, LT and I were the bottom buns. Okay, and so you had to run down and flop on your back, <laughs> right? And then the girls had to go get the meat. Yes, and they had to get the lettuce, pile it on tomato, you. and everything mm-hmm. else. We were running to the plate. You know, our two plates. So we had to get on. LT digs a shoulder down and knocks me out of the way. You're kidding? No, you had to cheat. Okay, <sighs> leave it to Reagan. To turn on the Jets. Yes. Right? And make up that time. I'll give them a tie, but in reality, <laughs> we won that day. Congrats. So we, go, we always go out there and we uh, you know, sit out there with our five. But, I, you know, it's baseball. I think of the 4th of July as like baseball. Baseball. Hot, hot dogs. dogs fireworks. Fireworks. Yeah, all stuff. that stuff. So we've, we have not been at the beach very often for and so we're always here yeah so uh i'm always looking forward to it cool there'll be a blast and i'm sure there'll be some maybe lake events or something you might hit the lake hit the pool, hit the pool yeah hit some the type of water um so anyway it'll be a lot of fun well hank um i'm a, a quick one today. this is quick man I, you can tell how anxious i am to, I I'm, I'm ready, to, ready get to get on the here. road i got my bathing suit in the car i'll pop on ready to go bruh ready to go i do have to drop my dog off to listen to what we've had to do for koa He's not taking a turn for the worse, but the dude is just turned into a wild animal. He's just, he's, he's wide-ass open. We can't calm this dude down. So not like he's attacking people, but a lot of barking. He turned one-year-old literally a week ago, and it seemed like right when he turned a year old, his personality has changed slightly. So he's a lot of barking, a lot of nipping because he's a herding dog, and he's starting to do this more often. Not really chewing anything in the house yet, but it's some some things that we need to kind of slow down before it gets out of control, so we call it a trainer. Trainer, Randy Pinnell, right, comes over to the house. Randy Randy Pinnell comes over to the house Wednesday. He said, you know, I've trained over 500 animals. I'm like, oh, good. He's like, many of them service animals. He said, I've met your boy, he called him Coco. I met your boy, Coco. I can take care of him. Do you want him to be a service animal? I was like, nope. I just want him to quit biting and barking at people. And he said, we can do it. So the contract is signed. Eight lessons, hour and a half apiece. He comes to our house. The girls are with me so they can see how he's training because he wants us to listen so we know what to do once he leaves. So that begins next Monday. So I'll let you know how the COA training sessions go. Have you ever had a dog trained? We did. We had our dog trained. Yeah. Did it? 
big difference? Yeah, I mean, it all depends on how much you put into it. That's you know, what I mean, he said. That's, that's kind of it. You can spend all the money that you want. And, you know, we did it right when Ray had heart surgery. Mm-hmm. So it was more along the lines of let's get the dog out of the house and maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe get right. some reward from it too. Sure. But, um, you know, she's, she's good. Yeah. She, our dog's good. Um, but if I would continue to just do it twice a week with her, She'd be she'd be awesome, golden. right? Um, and every time we he every time we board her, we board her with this guy. Okay, and he go he runs her back through, and he's like, first day she's awful. Like yeah. the, when we went out west, he, yeah. she stayed with him. He's like, first day she was awful. By the end, he was like, last three days, really, she's awesome. Where do you take your dog? Mole House Kennels. Okay, I, that Randy Pinnell. That's where he started. That's where he started his dog training. See, interesting. His roots. Yes, his roots. Um. So anyway, brother, that's great. It's going to be a great, great trip. You'll have uh, – we have a little tennis next week that you will be competing in that I will not be competing in because I will be gone. Is that right? I don't, I don't know when no. your trip ends. <laughs> I'll be back next when, – two Wednesdays. Not, this is Wednesday. I'll be back next Wednesday. So you'll be back next week. <laughs> yes. Okay. So actually our match is not until Thursday, so we will be playing – Together. together. together I hope we do play together. Yes. We've always worked well. It should be a good combo, I would think. So anyway, bud, if you have nothing else to talk about today. No. No. Oh, Godzilla. Godzilla. This is what we're going to do. Yes. When you get back. It's coming to the Carolina, too. We're going we're gonna to watch it on the Carolina. Yeah, let's do it. And then we'll come back and report. Give a review. Give a review. Absolutely. So, my friends, thank you for listening to the Big Fan Podcast. Sorry it's so short today but you know i am ready to swim so anyway enjoy your fourth of july happy birthday united states of america we love you peace you've been listening to the mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts sports to entertainment music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.